Welcome to Valley 101, a podcast from the Arizona Republic and azcentral.com where we answer the questions you ask about Metro Phoenix. I'm your host, Kayla White. Every winter, Arizona sees an influx of retirees that flock from out of state. They come to enjoy our mild, sunny winters and to escape their snowy season. Many come from Midwestern states like Minnesota or Wisconsin. But what brings snowbirds to Arizona specifically? And once they're here, what's their economic impact on the valley? Maritza, take it away. Growing up in the valley, every winter I'd see cars with out-of-state license plates. But I wasn't sure why there were more of them in the winter. I was even more surprised when I'd see Canadian license plates. But once I started digging into it, I learned these folks were considered winter residents or snowbirds. As it turns out, I shouldn't have been surprised. I found out there's an entire network of Canadians who come here in the winter. My name is Wendy Cabin, and I'm the director for Western Canada of the Canadian Snowbird Association. We're an advocacy and lobbying group for uh, traveling Canadians, and in particular, snowbirds. So we lobby our provincial um, federal governments, and even your own federal government for rights for traveling Canadians. Canadian snowbirds can join the group to get help with planning their time in the U.S. Wendy told me they have about 110,000 members in the association. About 30,000 of them winter in Arizona. The majority of their members go to Florida. I asked Wendy why the rest chose to come to Arizona. Well, I used to think that it was people from the west of Canada go to the west of the states, but I found that's not really true. So I think it's much drier in Arizona, and um, there aren't all the all the bugs and stuff from Florida. I would say, yeah. In fact, that's one of the reasons why Wendy herself comes to Mesa to stay in the winter. My choice was sort of easy because um, we live in the desert part of Canada in the West, in the Okanagan. And so the climate is not that far off of Arizona's climate. So I don't like the humidity in the East. So that's sort of an easy choice for me. Winter residents or snowbirds stay in Arizona in various ways. Some drive down RVs or they rent out trailer parks and some own property here. Because of that, it's hard to get a grasp of where people are staying. Many of them stay in resorts that are for people 55 and older. This creates a sense of community. That's one of the reasons why Wendy enjoys her time in Arizona so much. Once you go down to Arizona and you go into your resort, you find that you have a thousand new friends. And there's something to do every single day. And everyone, no one has any responsibilities. So everyone's up for a good time. So there's a lot of social interaction, a lot of dancing. She said it feels like going back to high school. Wendy enjoys what she calls the lack of responsibility when she's here in Arizona. A normal day for Wendy goes a little like this. Well, it's whatever I darn well feel like doing, but my regular routine was basically... I'm not playing quite as much pickleball as I was because my husband has hurt his shoulder. But I used to get up and the two of us would go off to the pickleball courts at 8 o'clock in the morning. 
Then around noon, she goes back to her place for lunch, and her husband goes off to work in the wood shop. For a while, she picked up stained glass as a hobby. Now she has more responsibility within the CSA and works on paperwork for the association. By three o'clock is happy hour somewhere. So um, we have music in the courtyard every day at three o'clock in our resort. So either at somebody's uh, park model or over at the courtyard, down dancing and drinking, visiting and having fun. And um, it's pretty hard to fault that day. Although for her, it's relaxing to come down to Arizona, a lot of work and extra expenses come with it. The first cost is getting here. Well, one thing that I do encourage people to do is rent before you buy, because it's been my experience that many snowbirds just drive down from Canada. They, they go into a resort with their brand new motorhome, for example, and within months they buy a, a park model. She also said it's important to invest in additional health care insurance to make sure you're covered while you're here. So it's very, very important to get good medical coverage and it's very expensive. So if you go down for six months, it's costing you thousands of dollars in, in extra coverage that you wouldn't have to pay. Wendy also has the added expense of owning a car in the States. For the first 10 years, she and her husband wintered in Arizona. They drove down from Canada. After buying a car in Arizona, they started to fly back and forth since they didn't need to bring transportation. But all of that sounds really expensive. There's the cost of getting here, the cost of lodging, the cost of health care. It sounds like snowbirds are spending a ton of money here. That made me curious about their economic impact. But finding out just how much snowbirds add to our economy was really difficult. I first began with reaching out to the Department of Tourism. However, the department doesn't track snowbirds' spending. They only track winter visitors. They define those visitors as people who stay in the state for 30 days or less. Since snowbirds are part-time residents, they consider them residents of the state and don't tabulate their contributions separately. From there, I decided to contact the Department of Commerce. They also didn't have data readily available to answer that question. They suggested I reach out to a local economist. So I contacted Dennis Hoffman, an economic professor at Arizona State University. He told me 20 years ago, the W.P. Carey School of Business did track winter residents and their spendings. And uh, they surveyed uh, uh, travel trailer parks uh, each winter with the notion that many of our snowbird visitors would come and visit uh, uh, travel trailer parks and we could get a reasonably good idea of the strength of the winter visitor year by uh, measuring some of the metrics in those surveys. He told me that it was a challenge to continue the survey because it was hard to track down all our winter residents to get an accurate finding. Since it was hard to compile that data accurately, not to mention expensive, ASU stopped doing it. While there is no concrete data on how much revenue winter residents bring to the state, Dennis was confident with this. You know, probably 
contribute on the order of 10 to 12 percent of our sales taxes during the, the seasons that they are here, and that is through, uh, you know, the consumption of ordinary products, uh, expenditures at hospitality facilities and uh, restaurant and bar. This year, we might see a decline in those sales tax due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Canadian snowbirds may stay up north, too. Currently, the ports of entry are closed to non-essential driving. Canadian snowbirds can fly to the U.S., but that leaves them without their cars. Wendy was in Arizona when the pandemic hit the state. Her kids urged her to go back home in Canada. Um, but this year, we drove our, car, our American car home uh, when COVID hit, and um, we can't get it back across the border. So it's stuck here, and we could fly, but our car is here. Since she took her car with her to Canada back in April, she can't travel back to Arizona without it. She said she could fly, but she wouldn't have any transportation to get around for necessities. Instead, she'll hunker down for now in Canada. She's going to wait and see when the border reopens and how the COVID-19 vaccine impacts the cases in the state. You know, thinking very positively, uh, we would bring our car back down, but we wouldn't stay for very long. Um, But then we would come back in the fall. She does miss being in the States, though. She misses her friends and even the yearly Canada Day the resort hosts. There are different themes each year, but for example, last year was hockey teams. So we all wore our hockey jerseys for whatever team back home we grew for, or even an American team if you wanted. And um, we have a big dinner dance celebration where we just all celebrate being Canadians. I find those good humored and a lot of fun, and I, I really miss those. listeners, it's me, Kayla, again. Once again, we see how our weather attracts people to the state. A few months ago, we also had an episode about an annual reunion of North Dakotans in the valley. That also includes snowbirds. So if you want to know more about this phenomenon, scroll back in our feed to find that episode. If you have more questions about how Metro Phoenix is changing, submit them to us at valley101.azcentral.com. And if you're a regular listener of our show, please consider supporting it by subscribing to azcentral.com. As always, thank you for listening to Valley 101, a podcast from the Arizona Republic and azcentral.com. See you next week.